Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host, who I hope is finding a way to cope with the uh, Jets' injuries, Mozzie. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> how how are you coping? Um, I don't know. I was like, uh, just the day after it happened, I was just kind of uh, fine, I guess. I'm like, oh yeah, that tracks. Hopefully Zach Wilson doesn't completely suck, and if he does, then uh, we'll completely suck. At least it's a low bar for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, could be worse there. There's that, I guess. Um, so we are going to get into the rest of the week two games. We covered the Thursday night in another episode. We're recording pretty much right before that. Um, but we'll be kicking off our week two Sunday with Kansas City at Jacksonville. And I believe we're both taking Kansas City here. Yes, sir. Yeah, they're uh, three and a half point favorites, 51 point total. So this is looking like... No, a, a a decent stat game, but I think we're both a little a little wary of that. This um, I feel like this is a a week two trap game in the sense that you don't have a whole lot of context, and it might seem like Jacksonville seems like a good idea to maybe take the upset, but then after the game happens, you're like, what was I thinking? Obviously, Kansas City was gonna win by fourteen. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. Um, there's a really big, like, injury thing I'm kind of waiting on. So Brandon Scherf is possibly the only good lineman on the Jaguars. And And he got hurt in there in the game last week, right? Yeah, he had a sprained ankle. Like, for linemen, he actually might still play. For any other position, you'd be like, oh, well, they're obviously out. Yeah, he got a limited in today. So, good news. They're crazy, I swear to God. Yeah, linemen are insane. They just tape everything up and take some quarter <laughs> zone, and they're like, all right, shove them back out there. Yeah, it's pretty much just like duct tape it up and super glue it. We're <laughs> yeah. good. WD-40 or duct tape? Uh, <laughs> duct tape? All right. Um. So, yeah, if he's out, that's not good. That's really bad because the Chiefs should have Mr. Jones back. Yeah, and their their front already looked good. Against the Lions, which we didn't expect with Chris Jones out. Like, they, they lost, but not for the reasons we thought they might lose, is, is the weird part. Like, they lost on the receivers, not not their front struggling. So, yeah, with, with how their front looked, because Car- Carl Loftus looked really good, um, adding Chris Jones in. Um, I mean, the, their linebackers are really good, too. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm, uh, I was looking at, like, prices and stuff, and I was like, the Pacheco... Kansas City D combo looks a little interesting. Not not that I think Jacksonville is going to suck, no. but I'm I'm a little worried about how the front's going to hold up because Indy is one thing, and Indy still even got to them a little bit. Kansas City, if Kelsey's back, I, I love him, and then they're going to be able to kind of push the Jags a bit more too. And if if they're getting pushed and having trouble with the Kansas City front, I could see that. Even even if they still get their points, 
um, I could see it adding up for some good Kansas City defense fantasy production. I can see the same. I was kind of curious about Kansas City's defense as a super sneaky play this week. No one's going to do that. Everyone's going to be looking at, like, the Giants because they're playing the Cardinals. Yeah, um, I think... uh, Because they're playing Zach Wilson. Yeah, of course, of course. And they scored 35 fucking points. (laughs) That, That was insane. Kansas City is... I think they're pretty cheap on FanDuel, if I recall. They were, they were really cheap on one of the sites, and that's where I, I noticed it. So, let's see. They are, yeah, they're only 3500 on FanDuel in the men's 3K for defense, so they're pretty low on there. I do like that we both pointed that one out, like, independently. <laughs> that, that always makes me feel good when we, like, reach the same conclusion separately. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't see a whole lot of bad back-to-back games from Mahomes or Reed, and it's not even like they had bad games they just needed their receivers to catch the ball yeah and that's one of the reasons i love kelsey if he's back like he's gonna be hella targeted when he immediately comes back and then also um uh kyle is it kyle or kylan granson anyway granson for the colts got a lot of solid looks um that was one thing we learned as i guess he's their main tight end and then two like the fact that kylan granson got six targets was like, okay, this could be uh, end up being a spot where we attack Jacksonville a little bit. So <laughs> figured figured it was worth worth adding that in. But not 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 that you need reason to play Kelsey per se. Right. But he could but, be mega super duper smash. Yeah, and then um for uh for Jacksonville, nothing really stuck out. Like obviously Calvin Ridley's good, you're gonna play him, but I, I couldn't really identify anything in particular that made me think anyone else was gonna have like an exceptional game. Um, I guess one reassuring thing was ETN caught five passes last week. So. Yeah, I was gonna say he's he had a pretty good game. That that might be the only thing. Yeah, and he he's someone you're using anyway as well. Like he yeah. he and really are always in play, but after that, it's not really. I'm not really feeling like you know ecstatic about going back to Zay Jones or gambling on Kirk or anything. I am curious about Evan Ingram this week because I don't think he did anything. Uh, the he. Week before. Uh, five for forty-nine. Okay, because it um, was Christian Kirk who suffered. He only got one catch for nine yards. Oh, I know. Christian Kirk's value just tanked. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't think that that's like an anomaly. Yeah. That's well, they ran, they ran a lot of two tight end, and that cost Kirk. So. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Engram can't block, not really. So it's really just like it. it in a way, that's kind of nice because you're not you don't have to sit there and think like, okay, are they going to use him to block this game? <laughs> they are not going to ever do that <laughs> yeah the, the giants kind of learned that so because I, I think they had brett and strange out there blocking let me double check who it was um He's good yeah because like that was pretty much why they i feel like they they knew their lives not good and they're like hey y'all we need to work on this so yeah strange got like 40 percent of the snaps about so I, i'm assuming he was blocking on all of those he can <laughs> catch most too but he's like a very good blocker. He's not like amazing, but he's very solid. So, and they need the blocking. They need. The blocking. <laughs> so oh, yeah, that's that's gonna that's gonna cost Christian Kirk, I think, throughout the year, just like their line being not as good. Yeah. But moving on to Baltimore at Cincy, we both have Cincy, and I am expecting a good bounce back here for Cincinnati. What what about you? That's kind of where I'm at. I am waiting a little bit. 
um, just sort of tentatively on some of the Ravens' injuries. I don't know if there's any news, but they got pretty banged up. We got their Thursday info pretty early. Um, so they had some DNPs that were notable. Uh, Humphrey and Marcus Williams did not practice on the defense, which those are the main two I'm watching. And then on on offense, Linderbaum and Stanley both didn't practice. Yeah. So for for the Ravens' offense, they're gonna want those linemen in. And then for Cincinnati, I haven't. If, if Humphrey and Williams both sit, that's pretty big. Yeah. I'm probably taking Cincinnati anyway, but that definitely reaffirms my take on it. Yeah, this will be one where we want to watch the Friday report and then you know lead up to game time because this is 1 p.m. So we'll know you yeah. know who's who who's in who's out because. Like, if the Ravens are missing all these guys, then that's going to be real rough for both sides. If they're, you know, just missing the defensive guys, then nice boost for Cincinnati. Because Cincinnati has done very well against Baltimore the last few years. Aside, like, save that playoff game, which we were talking about how troll that was earlier. Yeah. They still <laughs> survived. But that was... Yeah. <laughs> that's a very hard thing to overcome. Yeah, so I... I expect them to get back on track. Like, you know, Bur- Burrow's warmed up now, so. I hope, to... Yeah, I, I would hope so. I think some of the rust gets shaken off. Yeah, and then it sounds like we'll have Mandrews back, so. Yay. That's always big. Um, looking on, I was looking on DraftKings and the the stack for this game, if you want to do, like, the Burrow, Chase, Higgins, Mandrews. It, it costs you some money, but it's not nearly as expensive as it usually is. Like, Mandrews and Higgins are pretty cheap, and Burrow's at a pretty good price so that's probably where i'll be looking to start um there's them and like one or two others i was really eyeing that we'll that we'll get to in a bit but uh i've not looked at, i don't look at the roster percentages at all early on just because i like to like formulate my own stuff and then figure out where everyone's at because i feel like i like tarnish my process if i look at stuff too soon oh i know what you mean because like i've uh a sidetrack i guess going into week one i listened to very little like football stuff like over the summer i will just to, like keep up with some stuff and like get little news tidbits and uh you know for fun when i'm missing football but um like once the season starts there's like a couple things i'll listen to um i like the uh the late round podcast jj zacharyson because those are like 15 20 minute episodes and it's all just like stats and it's not like you know someone's opinion on a player is just okay here's just some data and so i always like getting some data in there's a couple i was all listening to but I, I i try to not like get way too much opinion of other people into my brain you know on the on the tuesday through friday and then saturday i'll start like seeing what everyone else is saying so i can know where i'm at versus everyone else i am the same way yeah and it, it worked out week one so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep doing that and we'll see how it goes <laughs> I'll listen to, like, injury stuff, and I'll listen to, like, Rich Eisen or something because he's just a Jets fan. (laughs) (laughs) You need need someone to empathize with you. Right. (laughs) But other than that, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. We like to do our own stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like that ends up helping a lot. Obviously, I I think in bets, it's a good way to, like, you know, help identify where you think there's inefficiencies and, like, props and stuff. And then for DFS, I feel like, you just end up getting different naturally if you find the stuff you like first. Yeah. So I will say, um, I haven't done it yet this year, but every now and then I'll put on Colin Coward, not because I think he's ever right, but because 
it's almost like a litmus test because he'll say some really like erroneous shit but very confidently <laughs> so it's like a test for myself if i have that sort of wait no that's not right moment when i listen to him then i'm like okay good <laughs> if that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you you make sure you think he's wrong so you know you're prepared. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um anything else on the on the Bengals or Ravens here? Any like Ravens specifically you're liking? Not really. Um I'm kind of waiting on the line stuff to see if there are any running backs, but for the moment I'm kinda off that because the Bengals have a good run D and if Mandrews is completely good to go, he's probably my favorite, especially with the Bengals, you know, I guess maybe a deficiency being part of their safety core, maybe not being completely on the same page. So mm -hmm. it's a little, this game is a little tougher to do until later in the week. Yeah, there's, there's some key injury stuff for the Ravens we got to know. Yeah. I think I think we're picking the Bengals regardless, but just the manner with which we are doing so will, will, will depend on the injuries. Um, I will say I might take the over in this one. Okay, um, fair. Usually these games tend to have a, a decent amount of scoring. I don't think it'll go like super high, but I'll take the over. I mean, they both got a lot of offensive talent. I think that's yeah. Yeah. Four, Forty-six is a couple touchdowns each. So, what about what about Zay Flowers? Are you still feeling him? Oh man, I love Zay. <laughs> Dude, he's so good. <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, they, they got him the ball a ton. wide receiver of the pre-draft process. <laughs> uh -huh. he he got the ball a ton last week. And like they they were like, you know, manufacturing touches for him cuz Andrews was gone, but like I'm fine with them manufacturing touches for him. That means they know he's really good and <laughs> he's going to get the ball, so yeah, he's like swift. You just got to get the ball to him in space and watch him cook. Yeah, he's so shifty. Yeah, can't, can't, he's, he's trying to not step on flowers, and so he's got he's got to be shifty around him. Tiptoeing. Yeah, but next up we've got uh, Seattle at Detroit. Sorry, you said tiptoeing, and it made me think of like tiptoeing in my Jordans right? from Riff <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Detroit hosting Seattle. We both have Detroit here. Um, we are both on the under this game um, at. Okay, it dropped a lot. Hopefully, you got in on it. It was at 49. Now, it's at 47.5. Oh, um, damn. I, well, I, I couldn't get in on it, but... Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't think to initially, but that's that That would mean we're on the right track, I would say. Um, yeah, I think so. Seattle's O-line is kind of decimated right now. Yeah. It was already average at best, and their, one of their tackles is on IR. Uh, one of them... As of Wednesday, I didn't practice. Well, Wednesday practices, whatever. Charles Cross. I'll see if I can find anything for Thursday. It's about, well, I don't know if we'll get that. It'll probably be before the episode ends, but it'll, it'll be close. Um, they're missing both tackles. Oh, boy. That's brutal. Um, and those are, like, their best players on the line, too. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> you, in my head, I'm like, I want to take Kenneth Walker because he should do well. But if there's no line to block for him, like, we run into what we had last year with, you know, it's going to either be, you know, 15 carries for 32 yards or 15 carries for 120 yards. Like, does he, does he break one is pretty much like what you have to have happening. Cause he was looking great last week until they just did nothing. So, Sheesh. 
Um, I do need to put Amonral in here as a banger. Um, he, he's he's a zone eater, and uh, Seattle's zone was getting fucking crushed by <laughs> the Rams. So, like he he's he's that archetype, like the you know puka slash cup type of guy who's gonna just eat your zone alive. So I think he's in for a really good week. Um, 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 interesting. The uh, I had a really good reason why I was gonna take the Lions, and I can't completely remember it, but. What I will say is just them missing both their tackles. That's kind of where Detroit gets all of their pressure, too, is on the outside. They don't have a great interior pass rush, um, but they do generate some outside, especially with Hutchinson. Yeah. I don't know, Chief. But I think we're both on the under because of just, like, the running. It's probably going to have a good amount of running in this game. Yeah, like we're concerned about Seattle's output. Detroit's happy just running a bunch if they yep. can. Not necessarily Falcons level, but like, I mean, Dan Campbell's going to be happy if, you know, his running backs get 35 touches to combine, you know. That's an ideal day for him, I think. Oh, definitely. So, and I think this is, this is probably a good time for them to get Jameer Gibbs involved a little more too. Yeah, I do still think it's another David Montgomery week, but I yeah, think that probably we here. get... A little more Gibbs. Just a little yeah. more. Yeah, they pretty much said they're going to work him in more and more each week. But I think if we're predicting Detroit to handle this, then it probably yeah, it probably is a Montgomery week. Oh, Seattle. You know, I will say, I'll give Pete Carroll some credit. He knows his line is <laughs> his doggy do right now. <laughs> so it wouldn't surprise me if they, he came up with some kind of way to get Kenneth Walker the ball without sacrificing him to the Lions. Yeah, like, I, they may end up trying to get him a lot of receptions. I think he had a fair amount this past week. I thought he had, like, four, which is a lot more than we were expecting. Because Pete, Pete Carroll does this thing where he likes to draft running backs and not use them. Mm-hmm. So, he pretty much had that last week. With, <laughs> he likes to draft them very high and then not use them. <laughs> yeah, just have them there for funsies, I guess. Um, so, yeah, um, Walker got five, yeah, five targets, four catches. Only, it only went for three yards, unfortunately. But, like, the, the looks were there, so... I think I haven't seen any updates on Lockett. Um, he, I think he came back in, right? So I think he's fine. Um, I think he's fine. So, yeah, I don't know if, like, if they'll stay in three wide a lot or try to go more two tight end to help block more. Um, yeah, we're going to feel like we're going to see a lot of little Disney blocking. That's my guess. Um, yeah, yeah pro- probably Walker PPR. I do think, so, like, DK is, like, the slant king for Geno, hilariously. So I could see him... Getting racking up a lot of slant yards. Yeah, I can see that too. He's a big target. He's super fast. And it's not like the Lions' defense is, um, or their secondary is that good that they could really do much about it. Yeah, you just get this massive target who's going to get open, you know, quickly because he's so fucking fast. And, you know, if you, if, D, if DK gives you a yard of separation, like, you're, you're, that's that. You're there. You, yep. you take that money. So. Yeah, I I feel like he could work out, and I could see JSN kind of doing the same thing. I, I was a little unsure how they were gonna use him. Um, obviously still recovering from that wrist issue that might have been part of it too, because he had a drop. I'm like, that's not him. So I, I assumed it was the wrist. Um, because he it was just three weeks ago that he had wrist surgery, which is kind of yeah, bad. yeah. I was surprised he played this this past week. So yeah, I'm not really I'm not really excited about anyone Seattle just because of how decimated their line might end up. Yeah, I do have a weird faith that Pete Carroll will, you know, maybe mitigate it 
a little bit, but I'm still taking Detroit, especially at home. Yeah, I, th- I think if if they do so, it'll be kind of how we're saying, just like real short stuff. Yeah. So, because I, I think that could be a way to, you know, get out the lines, spread them out a little bit. Because if you can pretty much spread your offense out and get away from Hutchinson, um, you know, try try to make Jack Campbell make a lot of plays. Not that he's bad, but he, he's a rookie. If you he's can try to, you know, confuse the rookie, I think that might be the way they go with it. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, my main guy here is Amon Ra. I think he's going to just be wide open a lot. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to put Goff again in the stream. That's pretty uh, much where he lives. Yep. He's like a salmon. His home away splits last year were insane. <laughs> they were like different quarterbacks. It was awesome. So he gets yeah, Goff and Goof. And Seattle kind of looks like they're reeling a bit. I think he's a fine stream, but Amon Ra is probably the main beneficiary of that because he's the only receiver on the Lions. Yeah, and they didn't, they didn't have Josh Reynolds at least. He had a decent week last week. That's true. But I, I shouldn't say the only receiver. <laughs> but the only receiver of note, we can say. <laughs> That's fair. But Next up, though, we've got the Chargers at Tennessee. This one is a very tough one for me. I think we're both, like, gut Tennessee, but... The the Saints being able to pull it out last week gives me a little more hope for the Chargers. Because, like, same thing, like, good team, but questions on the head coach. Yeah. Um, I I think we've got, like, slightly different takes on Staley. I feel like with Staley, he he's good a fair amount of the time, but sometimes he'll just make the dumbest decisions that mitigate the rest. Yeah, I think that's fair. He sucks at the in the last two minutes of the game. <laughs> yeah and then like last year when he decided to like play the starters in the meaningless game like yeah and then mike got hurt like that cost him you know playoff run like i some of the times i'm just like why are you doing this like he tries to big brain a little too much um so like yeah I, if they had a viable third option i would feel a little better at, like at receiver because they've got you know keenan they got michael tom or uh, not michael thomas um mike williams um but Number three, it's like, is it Palmer? Is it Quentin Johnston? Like, they don't really have anyone reliable there. And then if Eckler ends up out, because he didn't play Thursday, or didn't practice Thursday in the open portion, um, that'll admit that would, you know, hurt him a lot in terms of another weapon in the passing game. So that's, you know, passing is going to be the way to beat Tennessee. Like, you running on him is not really going to be a thing, I don't think. Um, yeah. Like yeah, I'm. I'd, part of why, like, if, if you got Joshua Kelly on the waivers, cool. But I don't know if this is the week you want to deploy him. If Eckler's out, that's more fair because he might actually get the catches. But yeah, um, also want to add Eckler will play. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little unsure because the the Thursday DNP is never ideal, and then Bosa also was a Thursday DNP with a with a hammy. So he's always hurt, man. So and then uh, Eric can Eric Kendricks also did not. His was hamstring, comma personal, so it might be more the personal that you always makes you wonder. Right. So, but yeah, like these are gonna be guys we need to keep an eye on for the for the Friday report for sure. And then for Tennessee, um, DeAndre Hopkins and Hendon Hooker uh, did not practice Thursday either. Yeah, DeAndre doesn't need to practice. Yeah, I'm less worried about him. He's been listed <laughs> with like his whole legs before. Yeah. And so, oh, sorry, not 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 Hendon Hooker, Amani Hooker. Sorry, wrong Hooker. Um. Hey, when I mix up my hookers. Get your hookers in order. Yeah, this hooker's got some head problems. Um, 
<laughs> uh, concussion for Armani Hooker. That's pretty much just going to be does he make it to the protocol? Um, yeah. So yeah, mostly I think keep an eye on Hopkins because that would change things dramatically. What I uh, I went back and watched a little bit of the Tennessee New Orleans game to see like what happened. Like, um, yeah, why did Tannehill suck so bad? Um, there were there were a couple parts of it. It was part him, part receivers. Like there was they were not getting much separation. Like ah. they were just they were rarely like open. And Tanny's fine, but he's not someone that's gonna like pinpoint all the time. So he, he was struggling a bit. He had a couple bad moments, and then the receivers were just, just weren't giving him help. But like the run game was good. Is the thing like Henry was doing well, Spears looked good, and like Tanny missed Spears on a open pass that should have been a touchdown too. So I think if if it could just be a little better, um, that that would help. But I, I'm expecting a lot, lot, lot of, of running here from Tennessee to try to keep this low and gross. Oh yeah, baby. You know that's how they do. Mm-hmm. I'm uh I'm really having a hard time evaluating the Chargers secondary because like J.C. Jackson, I mean I'll shit on him, but he doesn't suck. But he also sometimes sucks. <laughs> I guess the Dolphins is is reasonable though. Yeah. Right. Like. <laughs> but he also had like some dumbass penalties. Yeah, he was being an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. I do think Tannehill plays, you know, better after that awful performance. Yeah. If um, I, I think it, this might be another injury one for me here too. Like, depending on who's in, who's out. Like. If Tennessee has Hopkins, but the Chargers don't have Eckler or Bosa, I'm like, okay, that's a pretty big swing. Um, but th- I'm I'm super torn here, just because I'm like, I yeah, think the Chargers are mostly equipped, but I'm a little like their line is talented, but I'm not sure if they're like fully meshed yet, because like they were all most of them were there last year, but they never got to play together. <laughs> so I'm like, I think they can be good. They're, like their left side's really good with like Slater. Um, Zion Johnson and they got Lindsay in the middle. The right side's where it's a little more, a little more specious, I think. But yep, <laughs> I uh, I think one thing I want to look at is what Herbert's rushing prop is, because I feel like that's gonna come into play here. Interesting, because he can run. Like oh for sure, I can fucking watch him at Oregon. He's a he's a good runner. So yeah, he's but, huge. Yeah, um, but I'll, I'll look that up. Anything else in particular in this game that's sticking out to you? Not really. I, I'm having a hard time with this game. Yeah, like with the Chargers, though, like I, I'm, I'm more looking at their pass stack just because of how you want to attack Tennessee. So yeah, yeah. How many rushing yards did Herbert have last week? I thought he, I thought he got a little scooting. Uh, so, oh yeah, he had 17 and a touchdown on the ground. Um, so I, I feel like, I feel like getting 15 from him is pretty fair. But I'll try to find his total. Um, next up, we've got the Josh McCallum Bowl. Um, <laughs> if any game's gonna tie this week, it'll be this one. Um, Chicago at Tampa. So you you dug into Chicago Green Bay a lot. Those are our next two games. Um, oh yeah. So we we can maybe meld them a bit. Go ahead and give me your your spark notes of that because I know you wrote a lot about it. But yeah. give me give me kind of the general rundown here. Yeah, I did a full deep dive into that game, which I normally don't want to do week one just because you know you don't have a whole lot of context going into it, and these are very unknown teams, but that's kind of why I did it is because I really don't know either of the teams that well, especially their quarterbacks on the Chicago side of things. Their defense was absolutely atrocious 
Um, Tremaine Edmonds looked awful. And I know a lot of Bills fans were kind of like not really upset to see him go and kind of said sentiments of you'll see like why we don't (laughs) really like him that much. And I think I understand it why he doesn't. The guy had like zero football instincts. I'm sorry. Like just absolutely terrible. He was really good at making the tackle on like very obvious assignment tackles. But for every one of those that he made, he missed so many more that he could have stopped the play with their linebacking core was invisible. Um, They got very little pressure, which in part is because the Packers O line is very good. And that's something I feel like even without much context, I can just say, because they just, Mm -hmm. we know that from the past, not much has changed there. Um, but the biggest thing with Chicago is that I think that they've got a pretty big, how do I want to phrase this? I think they have a really big problem with their coaching staff first, like to their players. I don't think the players like their coaches. Um, their, their offensive coordinator is Luke Getze and he was, those were the, the dumbest fucking play calling last week from him. I like Luke Getze as a quarterback's coach, but he shouldn't be a passing game coordinator. It was like watching the Jason Garrett days where it was just screens. <laughs> it was every single fucking play was a screen. It was infuriating. The act, the only actual 20-yard pass in the game was one that Justin Fields changed at the line, which is really pathetic. Yeah. Um so yeah, their defensive coordinator sucks and their offensive coordinator sucks and their head coach kind of sucks. And I I I don't I think it's bad biscuits over there in Chicago right now. Do you think we'd get a head coach change this year or do you think they would wait? They I don't know. I it depends how bad it goes. Yeah, I hope it's this year. There it I don't it's not good over there, man. <laughs> I will say actually thought Fields played a lot better than I initially thought. I could actually it you could see the game slowed down for him a little bit. He was making reads. He wasn't bailing on the pocket early. Um, he would scramble, but it was usually if the pocket collapsed. Uh, so I actually had a pretty nice feel there that, that Fields was doing well, but everything else around him is just burning to the ground. Their defense, their defense was absolutely atrocious. And their one good player, Kyler Gordon, uh, he might be like a second-year corner. He just got put on IR. He broke his hand. Yeah, and then his backup uh, didn't get a practice in today. So um, that leads me to the Tampa side with Chris Godwin, who will get some time <laughs> in the slot. Um, he's going to get a backup or a third stringer in the slot. Um, and he, yeah. <laughs> you can eat that up. Um, there are other guys who get slot time, like Palmer and Tompkins. Um, I mentioned them in the last week of streams. Palmer actually uh, ended up scoring, but this might be another chance where we can stream Baker. Hey, I actually think that you can. Yep. I mean, yeah, Chicago's corner. Like, this is something before the season we identified was their corners were still bad. And I'm sure nobody is going to be on this, but if you've got Rashad White, this might be your only week to play him. <laughs> because... So more or less, the Packers ran the exact same play for two and a half hours, 
and the Bears never adjusted. <laughs> and it was a screen pass to Aaron Jones. Their saw, linebackers uh, are so bad. I saw a clip where they had like a two fullback set or some shit like that. <laughs> Green Bay did. I, I was like, I was cracking up. I'm like, yep. that's some funny shit. Like, <laughs> I, they need to run the ball, so I'm glad they're running the ball a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, absolutely. But yeah, anyone on uh, Chicago, you're like, do you think someone? Obviously, Fields is always in play with his rushing. Do you think there's any receiver that'll get going? Any running back that sticks out to you? Well, I would definitely be wary of Chase Claypool right now. Oh yeah, he may not play. It sounds like they're they're pissed at him for fucking dogging it week yep. one. He they asked him to block, which I think you and I have talked about about how he doesn't do that very well. He's big, but he plays really small. Um, yeah, they asked him to block a lot, and he was really bad at it. And it was so bad that. They are basically asking him if if he's even trying, and he might not play this week, like as a punishment. Yikes! Yeah, it's weird. He's like, I feel like this court. I feel like there might be like a thing here. Hear me out. Do you think ability to play well in the slot and ability to block might be tied? I'm not sure, but like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of guys who are also good blockers also like end up in the slot a lot. Like, it's it's the lateral quickness kind of aspect of it, which she like. He's not really a lateral quickness guy. No. So like, he like so like getting into position to block's probably not his forte, and he's so tall. Like he's tall as fuck, right? Isn't he like six five or some shit? He's pretty tall. Yeah. So like, he's tall. He's his center of gravity's not low. He's not laterally quick. Like I'm sure he can get better at blocking, but like it makes sense that he's not a good blocker. So right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like. That's one of those things where, like, I feel like it's it's the Gasecki thing in a way, like, and not not exactly, but like, or I'll, okay, I'll say the Evan Ingram thing. That's probably a better comp, honestly, here, just because Evan Ingram has such a weird start to his career. Honestly, kind of similar to Claypool. Great first year, and then it got real weird after that. Um, like, if your guy can't block, you can't block. Just use him how he's good. And I feel like that's what you're saying with Chicago is they're just kind of ignoring what their players are good at. Yep. <laughs> Which is. Uh, yeah, that's bad coaching. So kind of the first sign of a bad coach. Yeah, like you gotta use your players how they how they're good. And like the only exceptions are like, you know, Kyle Shanahan who's got this insane system where if you fit a system it's gonna work. Yeah. But even then, like you still gotta, you know, get your guys in the right spot. So Yeah, he's still not telling McCaffrey to go out there and block an edge, you know? No, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> just Yeah. He, put, he still puts his guys, for the most part, in good spots. He's just sometimes too stubborn and has a huge ego. But, um, yeah, this game, I'm not really looking forward to this game. <laughs> no, but Tampa Bay is one of my more confident calls this week, unfortunately. If they mm-hmm. win, it'll be entirely on the back of fields making magic happen. Which you can do. Cause he like, definitely can. Tampa's defense is pretty much the... It's similar to when they were, like, when they won the Super Bowl, where you cannot run on them now. Yeah. But... You can still, you know, pass on it. I don't know if the Vikings are the best team to gauge it, but they've got the personnel for it too, so I think it makes sense. And like we kind of talked about, their secondary is talented but older. And uh, yeah, I don't know if Chicago's going to take advantage of it. So, but next up, we've got the other half of that game: Green Bay at Atlanta. We both have Atlanta. I think our first, one of our first bets. I think we both noticed, and I know I at least put on was Atlanta to win because Green Bay was favored by one. And I did not understand that. I didn't either. It's in Atlanta, and 
Well, this will just transition great. Yeah, Atlanta's now favored by one and a half, for what it's worth. Oh, my goodness. So, we made a great bet. (laughs) Yep. Um, Green Bay's being way overrated right now, and I'm not trying to shit on them, but this is like, this is a nine-win team, I think, is kind of their ceiling range, and everyone is treating them like they're... I've seen them in top ten lists for power rankings, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um... Jordan Love had a bad game. Did like is no one gonna say that? Jordan Love had a terrible game. <laughs> he played like he just shit. got touchdowns. He had a fifty-five percent completion percentage against the Chicago secondary. Are you kidding me? He threw so many bad passes, just errant throws all over the place. And it wasn't like one or two overthrows. It was the entire game. And I'm not the only one that thinks this. Cause Matt LaFleur thinks so too. It was when they started the second half, the, you know, pretty balanced run-pass ratio that they had been doing in the first half quickly became seven runs out of an eight-play drive (laughs) to start the second half, which put them in the lead. Like... And the pass was a screen, Aaron Jones. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They literally Daniel Jonesed him. And people are like, oh, my God, Jordan Love is good. I'm like, well, hold on. I'm not here to trash Jordan Love. I'm just saying, let's let's cool the Jets a little bit, man. This <laughs> He kind of sucked his first game. And the only reason I wouldn't trash him is because it was his first game. So, like, you know, I'll give him props. He didn't get flustered. He remained poised in the pocket. That's good. But he was also remaining poised on his own mistakes it wasn't like he was getting pressured so much and managed to keep his cool he was just missing targets and managed to keep his cool which is a little (laughs) less impressive um i i don't get it at all man i i will say i will totally concede that maybe he has a good rapport with Christian Watson, and maybe that's why he was overthrowing everybody. He thought they were all four inches taller. <laughs> but Yeah, ha- having Watson back will help for sure. Yeah, that, that'll help him. I, I completely do believe that. But the, the love hype needs to chill. That <laughs> game was base- was 10-6 to 6 in the first half, and then they took love out of the game. And they won 38 to 20. That should concern you. And the biggest, my biggest thing isn't, um, (laughs) this is so funny. You might sit there and think, oh, well, the reason, you know, Jordan Love only threw 10 times in the second half is because they had a big lead. And it's actually the opposite. They let him throw the ball more once they had a big lead. As opposed to the start of the second half, meaning they wanted to get him some reps, but they wanted to make sure they were going to win the game first. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Covering that game was awesome. I'm really glad I did it. Uh, Me too. Let's all let's just take a chill pill on Jordan Love because sounds like you're saying sell high, maybe. I absolutely, I'm trying to sell him in one of my leagues where I drafted him. Um, and if someone needs a quarterback, cause I took him and Anthony Richardson and 
he was like my late 15th round quarterback. I'm like, hey, he had mm-hmm. 20. He was one of the highest scoring quarterbacks last week. Who wants him? Yeah, the, the three touchdowns. Yeah, that's why everyone's excited. Yeah. Yeah, go get him. Um, but on to my main point that actually has to do with Atlanta here. Green Bay's defense is really weird. They are basically this really strong perimeter defense. Rasul Douglas played out of his mind. I want to give him props. Uh, the other corner in Green Bay that's not Jair Alexander, who also mm. played well. And they have a really strong edge rush. They have a bunch of guys that can get after the quarterback on the outside. But they kind of suck against the run, <laughs> which is interesting. Um because I think they're playing someone this week <laughs> who's really good at running the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I, I, so we're both on the Bijan train. Yep. Flex Algier again. Yeah, I think their goal, they want to have the same. Well, yeah, Atlanta wants the same recipe every single week. They'll probably be able to do it this week. Um, it doesn't look great for Aaron Jones or Christian Rotten right now. So without them, they're not really going to be able to push Atlanta as much. Um, Bakhtiari didn't practice Thursday, but I think it was more rest than anything because he's he has that just kind of bulky knee in general. So well, he and and Aaron Rodgers like share this um, chakra bond. So when Rodgers got hurt, he had that. Wait, what's that called when your like wife is pregnant and then she feels sick and then you also feel sick? Oh, I'm not sure. But I know what you mean. It, it's that. <laughs> so he, he had to take a day. He he woke up and his, his Achilles just was screaming at him. But it was, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he'll play. He, he's played... Fine. Yeah, so many games in his career he's played with barely practicing. So I think he'll, <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be fine. Um, on the on the Green Bay side, I, I'll, I'll still go um, A.J. Dillon here because... Atlanta is their defense is overall better for sure, but they're still more of a run funnel, um, just based on how good their secondary is and how they keep the game scripts. Um, and then I'll, I'll throw in uh, Musgrave as well. Um, that's a, I think that's going to be the other way to attack Atlanta this year is possibly like short tight end stuff. I'm not I'm not going to say like you know deep downfield things to them because you know you saw Jesse Bates there at safety, but Hayden Hurst was able to get some stuff going, um, and he was like the tight end two or something last week. Um, Pretty much if you, if you scored and got like 40 yards, you were top three um, last week. But I, I, Musgrave played a ton. He got a lot of wrath. He got a lot of targets. So I, I think he's in play here as well, especially with um, Watson and Jones possibly out. Yeah. I will say even if Watson was playing, I would not like him in this game because I do think A.J. Terrell is a pretty good matchup against him. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he's a really good press corner. He's bigger, so he wouldn't get bodied. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I guess he's going to be on Dobbs this week. Oh, yep. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's going to be a lot of short stuff for green Bay. This game is what we're, I think what yeah. we're getting at. This is going to be kind of a gross game, but it's going to be so troll. And I love this it. This is going to be, this is going to be a good game for people who like watching run blocking. Yeah. Like this is going to be a lot of it. This game. Yep. 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 <laughs> oh man. But next up, we've got Indy at Houston. Uh, we both have Houston here right now. Um, I might change it depending on injuries. There's a, there were a couple of injury things I, I didn't realize were going on with them because they had a lot of guys get hurt. Uh, the, the extent to which will kind of be the the main determining factor for me. 
they had uh, Ridgeway get hurt. Um, he's on IR now. Um, Noah Brown, but that's not really as important, I don't think. And then um, a lot of guys questionable. I don't see their Thursday reports yet, so we might we might get that at some point to give us more info. Um, let's see. Okay, I've got it here. Um, let's see. Uh, Petrie and Ward didn't practice. Or, or Hewitt, but he's sick, so I think he'll be fine. But yeah, P- Petrie and Ward with chest and hip, respectively, uh, didn't get a Thursday practice in. So those are the kind of guys I'm going to be keeping an eye on mainly. If they're both out, that definitely helps Indy a lot. Um, and obviously, like, Richardson and Pittman. Um, but I uh, I want to mention, I think we get a Damian Pierce bounce back here. Ooh. Um, they came out and said... Um, specifically their OC said they want to get him the ball more. Um, he like said, it. I want to, yeah, he said, I want to stick with the run locker. Pierce, Pierce should touch the ball more than he did. That's definitely something we want to do. That's our starting identity. We're here to run the ball. So I think Indy looking at how ET ended last week, he was pretty good after contact and that's kind of Pierce's MO. Um, and Indy's defense isn't anything scary. So no. And if anything, do the Texans have a better line than Jacksonville? Uh, they're so when they're healthy, yeah. But right now they're really hurt still. Yeah, that's kind of the main. That's the main problem because. Um, yeah, they they are hurt. They're yeah, really who's even, hurt. Holy who's fuck. their who's their tackle gonna be right now? Who was their tackle last it's, week? Um, so it's Laramie Tunsil and George Fant, and George Fant was the kind of only good lineman on the Jets last year. He played left tackle, right tackle, left tackle, and then right tackle again. Gotcha. Yeah, I saw I saw a red by him, so I didn't know if he was hurt or not. He uh he's a little banged up, but he got a limited practice Thursday. Or wait, he got a full or limited? Looks like he got a, he got a full, so he's good. Um, but yeah, because they've got um who who's on IR that they lost early on? Oh, Titus Howard. They that's right. They lost Titus Howard, and they also lost Questenberry and Juice. Yeah, so they're dealing with a lot of back because they they still got Fant, Mason, and Tunsil. So they've still got three pretty good linemen. It's a good thing they invested very heavily in their own yeah they, they, they need the depth so they have six guys on ir that i think could be in their starting rotation so again 2024 houston texans guys yeah. Let's go. <laughs> um stroud stroud looked fine last week too i know yeah. the numbers didn't come out great but it's your first start at baltimore and you didn't like tremendously fuck up so that's pretty good yeah that, that's <laughs> pretty impressive to me i think mm-hmm. they wanted to do sort of the safe thing, which was let him get some confidence by making some good throws. Don't ask him to do anything crazy. He might not score a touchdown, but we also don't want him to feel like he cost them the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it went well for him. That was a good start. Yeah, I think they're onto something there. And then um, at receiver, I meant to mention Noah Brown went on IR. He played a good amount. Um, John Mechie didn't play last week because he's been dealing with the hammy thing. Um so Tank Dell should be in line for actually a good amount of work this week. Let's go. So, you know, keep uh keep him keep him in mind. You know, he might Dell might come online. <laughs> uh, da Anyone from uh, anyone else from Houston or India you like here? I mean, um, obviously Richardson's in play, but yeah, Richardson's a Richardson's a dude, man. He's a man, dude. Yeah, he's, he's so dude. fun. Uh, this is a kind of a really cool thing I didn't think about until I was putting this in the dock. The NFC Championship game last year between the Niners and the Eagles 
like set the stage for this epic anime divisional <laughs> you know like fight to the death so you got the defensive coordinator from the the Niners now with D'Amico Ryans is now the head coach going against the uh offensive coordinator for the Eagles last year and Shane Steichen yeah, it's really mm. cool, and they get to play each other twice a year. So I'm really looking forward to this matchup, which I haven't gotten to say for the AFC South in a long time. <laughs> uh, that's kind of cool. I love D'Amico. I think that the fact that he said he wants to give Pierce the ball more, he kind of has to now because he doesn't want to go back on his word. He's been a coach for one week Mm-hmm. He's got to yeah. <laughs> make sure his players know that when he says something, he means it. So Pierce is getting the ball at least 15 times this game. Yeah, I, I like him a lot here. Um, <laughs> I was looking through the indie side. So Zach Moss is expected to be back. Um, I don't want to play him, though, because, like, that running you know, back room, man. Yeah, like I, they're just not going to get anything going, I don't think. Like, I don't think Zach Moss is going to be your saving grace instead of Deion Jackson. Like, Right, and then Evan Hole got hurt. He was like, he looked the best for sure, but he got hurt pretty early on. So like, it's Zach Moss, Jake Funk, and Deion Jackson. Um, so I think Richardson's your leading rusher again. <laughs> um, <laughs> like that's the thing; they're gonna have to pass a lot right now. So, yeah. and like you know, we're gonna get the scrambles. I think this is gonna keep Pittman live to use. And then I want to mention that Josh Downs got seven targets last week. Mm-hmm. So. He's, he could end up being such a sneaky, like, nice connection for Richardson. Yeah, they're trying to keep things, like, easy for him right now, and Downs is the way to do that. If they get on the same page, like, timing-wise, and he just has that quick slant to Downs all the time, oof, getting excited. <laughs> um, yeah, fantasy-wise, didn't Robert Woods get, like, a ton of targets yeah, Woods and Nico both did just because they ended up passing so much because they couldn't run. Um, <laughs> which again, Ravens, Ravens. fair. Um, yeah, Nico got eleven targets. Woods got ten targets. So, is there one between the two you would like in this? Um, I don't think I really have any lean in particular here. I don't. I don't know enough about the indie corners to say like for sure if they have a better matchup one way. I, I guess it depends. If we think this is going to be a close game, I might say Nico, just because I feel like Woods Woods is a little more of the struggle target, and Nico, you can get him downfield more. That's, but, that's what I was going to say is, uh, did Woods only start getting more targets in, like, the second half? Um, I can try to find that. but We can look at that later, but that's something interesting to note, because that my sort of idea in my head right now, my head movies is that Nico was the early down, like actual part of the game plan. And then woods became part of the game plan. Once they figured out that they really just cannot run and just to abandon it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll look through it as we go. Um, but next up we've got, uh, the Raiders at Buffalo, the one and O Raiders versus the O and one bills. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who would have seen that coming, right? Um, I think I think we both have the Bills here, though. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier about if the spread was right or not. I think it is. Uh, yeah. Eight and a half points. All right, I'll check if it's still at that. Um, but yeah, as of as of writing this initially, they were eight and a half point favorites, and um, forty-seven and a half point total. Um, they're still eight and a half point favorites. Forty-six and a half total, down a little bit. Um, main thing here is Jacoby Myers. 
Um, I don't think he's going to play this week. It's pretty bad concussion. That was doesn't practice. So and NFL has cracked down a little bit on the concussion protocol stuff after the Tua thing. So I don't think he plays this week. Um, which brings me to uh, Renfro. I think he's the replacement, I assume. So yeah, I think he's he's in stream consideration if uh, if Jacoby misses. I I would agree with that. It's not. Um, I don't think it'll be Christian Wilkerson. I mean, <laughs> probably <laughs> they, they might Josh go to the rookie. Daniels, they've, who knows? Yeah, they've got who was like Trey Tucker. I don't know if he even played last week though. So, um, obviously Devontae, I didn't write him in specifically, but he'll get the ball a ton. But I actually like Jacobs a good amount here. Um, I know, I know he's not Brees, but I think he's above Dalvin right now. And they they yeah. they ran fairly decently even after Rodgers went down. And like the running backs got work. And, and and I think it's kind of be the kind of same thing where I don't know where the Raiders are at tight end wise, like how much Hooper, how much Mayer, if they're gonna use them, but. They know they want to get Jacobs the ball, whether it's running or passing. And like you know, they're the Bills had that. The, it was the plan of attack that I think we saw last week that they're going to try to go with this week. Short stuff for Jimmy G, whether it's to Jacobs or Devontae or Renfro. So I think that's kind of the trio I'm looking at. But I think Jacobs, it could be it for a solid game because the way Vegas wins this is if they can keep it remotely close and get Jacobs fed. Yeah, and hope that Jalen is like broken. <laughs> I Which, think Jonathan's going to be just fine this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, That's probably my biggest worry and why I'm probably still going to take Buffalo to cover is Jalen gets to go home. He's like, he's mm-hmm. in Buffalo. He had one of the, maybe the worst game of his career, at least in terms of expectation versus what came out. Uh, so he's got to take a little self-reflection and I think he's going to. And it would make a lot of sense if this is a blow up Jalen game, if I'm being honest. I don't I mean, want it, should it be. to happen for the Raiders, but it kind of feels like it might be. Yeah, so actually one other stack I looked at was Jalen Dick Devontae. Pretty expensive, but Ooh. should pop off. I do like that. Dick and you know, still you can always go rent for if you want. Week. Yeah, that's the thing. Maybe this is a Gabe Davis time, actually. Who knows? Um, it might be both. But yeah, it's real tough to go Jalen, Diggs, and Davis and have it all work. But, I mean, this Raiders defense is not good. <laughs> I know they held Bron- the Broncos to 16, but the Broncos just hold themselves to 16 is how it works. <laughs> so Hey, so they held them to zero. <laughs> That's how that works. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, any anyone in particular from this game otherwise or kind of just the obvious? Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at is I, I think it's Omega Jalen resurgence, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm with you there. But um next up we move on to our four PM games. We've got San Fran at the Rams. Um when I when we made this doc, it, they were eight point favorites, San Fran was. Now they're seven and a half. Uh the total is at forty five right now. Wow. Um, I think we were on that. Yeah, I, th- I think this should go right around that. I would maybe say over. I think the Rams could, you know, we'll, we'll kind of cover at least the eight, probably the 7.5 as well. You know, I guess that technically they'd cover it either way. It just wouldn't be a push. Um, I think we both feel pretty good about the Rams right now. Yeah, I don't think last week was a fluke. Um, and this is what we said before the season started is fully healthy. The Rams are fine and they're like a seven or so seven to nine win team. But we just don't expect them to stay healthy 
the whole season. And they don't have a lot of line depth, so they're running with a lot of rookies. But for right now, Stafford looked... I, I said two years younger because that's when they won. But Stafford lo- legitimately looked five years younger. Yeah, he looked uh, he looked awesome. Like, when he's healthy, he's still so good. He looked spry and, like, fresh. Oh, my you know? goodness. That was impressive. Yeah, he... Like I said, they they were destroying the zone. And even, like, when they went in man, like, Stafford was, like, pinpointing some stuff. So he, he looked like the the Stafford that we were, like, excited about on the Lions to move to the Rams. Like, yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, quick shout-out to McVay for being one of the few coaches who's, uh, whose team actually looked ready to play week one. <laughs> um, shout-out to him. Shout-out to Stafford. Uh, Betting-wise on this game... I feel most confident in taking the Rams to cover because I do think there is a decent chance for upset here. I am not super confident in taking the Niners. I will take them. But McVeigh and Shanny have a really interesting, you know, head-to-head matchup where Shanny's kind of gotten the better of him as of late. And I'm really curious to see if McVeigh comes back in with the haymaker this round. Yeah, it's uh, I, I think it'll be a good game. Um, real quick before we jump around, um, Nico got five of his eleven targets the second half, and then Woods got six of his ten second half. So it was it wasn't really much different. Okay. Um, just to add that back in, but no, yeah, I, I agree. These are pretty much two of the only teams. I think there were probably maybe like four teams, like these two, and then char- mostly Chargers, and then the Dolphins were were ready for week week one. Um, Dolphins were definitely ready. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, like, this is a divisional matchup. I think a road divisional team being favored by that much is kind of silly, especially, like, you know, if it's, you know, the Cowboys or the Giants again, like, maybe. But, like, <laughs> um, I, th- I think with these teams, based on how they played last week, how it tends to be close with these guys um, and how the Rams look. The Rams, they are a really weird O-line. They're the opposite of the Falcons O-line. Um, the Rams <laughs> O-line... Pass blocked really well, but they couldn't run block for shit. I was so confused because it's usually the other way around. Like the Atlanta, like the Atlanta line, it's kind of funny, but it makes sense. Like they run block really well, but that's usually easier than pass blocking. Um, right. Like when you've got like a like a non elite O line, but the Rams for some reason like they they're not making any holes for like Acres and not really much for Williams. And then, but they they're holding up for Stafford. Um, some of that might be you know the Seattle defense, but. It was, it was just kind of cracking me up how that worked. So I'm picturing like all the linemen having, you know, like hitting a pinata with Stafford and having a good time. <laughs> and then it pans away and the running backs are like sitting at the kids table crying like, why don't they love us, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was cracking me up. Um, and then, yeah, like they gave him time to just eat up the zone. And then it, it was basically like. Was it seven yards? Puka. Was it 15 yards? Tutu. Like, that's basically what it was. So, like, there was a little bit of switching. But for the most part, it was that's what, like, I felt like I was seeing every time when there were zone holes they got. Um, San Fran's secondary, um, I need I need to see how much they ran. But their, their secondary is not elite. So, like, it's, I, I mean, every team runs a lot of zone in some man. Um, so, I think that's going to be where, you know, the, the Rams, you know, get their meat, I would say. Um Kyron Williams looked better than Akers, just like hands down he did. So yeah, and they they gave him the ball at the goal line too. Yeah, he could have had three touchdowns. He was like an inch away from a third. Uh, so. Yeah. 
But yeah, this is a this will be a good game. It'll be a better game than I originally thought, and that makes me happy. It is weird though about their line. Yeah, it it, it was really funny. <laughs> I would I think if you asked any NFL lineman if they preferred run blocking or pass blocking, they would all universally say run blocking. Oh yeah, it's it's more fun. Like I can yeah. say from experience, it's more fun. You you run, <laughs> you go to your target, right. and you hit. You don't like wait. It's it like as in the, if, like it's not fun getting back on your heels and like having to wait. And, That's just physics. Yeah, it's it's way yeah, it's better physics and it's way <laughs> more fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot more fun having a head of steam to go get someone. Um, with that being said, on the other side, I think San Fran's going to do a lot of that, and CMC should eat this game. Um, up until Seattle's line died, Walker was balling. Um, they're getting some good holes, and like you know, he's really good. But CMC is really good too. So yeah, they're gonna get holes for him. You know, Shanty fucking loves to run the ball. So yes, he does. Like last week, CMC was good. Like in PPR, he had like twenty-seven, thirty, like something like that. I feel like this is a good shot for the forty-point CMC blow-up that we we sometimes get probably better for standard this week where he was the ppr guy last week yeah i mean, it'll I mean be, he's I still, he's be still both yeah PPR, but he'll be better yeah. standard this week than the last uh-huh. week. <laughs> i'm having i'm having a tough decision in my dfs because i'm like i love cmc and Bijan, but that doesn't leave me with much so i'm trying to figure <laughs> out how i'm gonna do it um i might have to make a sacrifice and just use one i don't know um yeah it's tough to tough to make that choice so yeah. Anyone? Um. I, I guess I'll ask P- Puka and Tutu. Uh. Where Where are you at with those guys? How do What do you think we're gonna get for an encore? Man, I Puka and Stafford looked like they'd been playing together for a year already. Or like they they're were, eating breakfast together or something. Yeah, they were right <laughs> on the same page. Um, that was really impressive. And between the two of them, I prefer Puka. It's funny because I actually same. picked up Tutu. In I think an hour right before our game, yeah. And then I was like, eh, you know what? I won't play him, but I do. I am curious to see who replaces all the the massive target share that Cooper Cup is leaving on the field. Yeah, and he played pretty damn well. Yeah, he's he's someone where I I agree. I'm more confident in Puka to continue just because we have this rookie who got hyped. There was all the talk about how it was going to go for him, and then it went that way. With Tutu, we've had enough time of it not working that it's I'm a little more skeptical. I I don't expect them both to have 100 yards again this week or anything but <laughs> i'll still be involved for sure so yeah but this is this is cmc for me here and then um next up we've got the giants at arizona for me this is saquon um i think they want to get a win and make daniel jones not have to do much for a week yeah they, they need to dial it back and kind of um kind of do what the the texans did with stroud last week you know, just sort of let him make some easy throws, let him get his confidence back. Don't ask him to do too much. Don't worry, Daniel. We'll, Saquon's got this one. He's got this drive. He's got this quarter. So <laughs> this I'm game. not even going to lie. I'm not even super confident in taking the Giants because of how badly they just got ass whooped. Uh, but I am going to still take them against the Cardinals because the Cardinals are... I don't even know if they want to win football games. Um, they don't. I mean, it looked like they were throwing. I don't know. Organizationally, I don't think they do. God, I mean, they're starting Josh Dobbs. God, this is rare that I look at their defense and there's at least like five people I've never heard of. Yeah, they've got like two good players. It's 
brutal. Um, oh, I do have to add something for the Rams. Uh, uh, Puka Nakua did not practice Thursday with an oblique uh, designation. Oh, no. I don't know if I saw him for Wednesday. So let me let me look at that, actually. Maybe I just missed that. I, I, I kind of ignore Wednesday I stuff. I feel like that would have popped up with yeah, how let me, much let me look. cycling, you know? Yeah. So let's see. No, he didn't come up yesterday. No. So hopefully he didn't get hurt in practice or anything. That's um, kind of what it looks like. Okay, well, this could change some stuff for us on the Rams. Um, okay, so what if what if Puka's out? What, what what then? What's what's our diagnosis? Yeah, if Puka's out, I think you just gotta. I'm. I don't. I mean, I can't forget about Van Jefferson. Yeah, um, he he dropped like a forty yard bomb last week. He should have a way better day. It was just like hit hit him in the hands. It was it was brutal. He was very upset clearly too. Um. I, I guess if Puka misses, we're going to get a lot more to, to Higby. Yeah. I don't know how much we'll have to block, though. Um, he could see more two. two uh, maybe we'll see more Benny Crystals. Yeah. He, he's a I'm good blocker, thinking. too, uh, for what it's worth. Um, I've, I've seen them like use them like, near the line to block or like, in the backfield to block before. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that here. So, yeah, I guess, I guess if if Puka misses, then then obviously 2-2 two, two gets a lot more benefit. Um that's I could shame. see them. I could see them throwing to Kyron more too. I think they're gonna throw to Kyron more anyway to slow down the pass rush. Like so, but oh. uh, that sucks. Yeah, because he like he played really well. If he misses, that's gonna be a, a big blow to their offense. Um, I mean, they'll still figure it out. I think I'm not. I don't. It's, it's not gonna make me all of a sudden think the Rams are doom and gloom because Puka Nakua can't play. Like, <laughs> like let's 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 you know right. stand back a bit here from it. Like you know take a higher view on it. Like it hurts, but it's not gonna be the end of the world but i guess we'll keep an eye on uh if he practices friday or not and go from there yeah that just that sucks that that looks like a practice injury yeah like uh, not ideal so we'll, we'll get we'll get more on that uh soon probably <laughs> hopefully but hopefully um i mean yeah it's, it'll just be a lot of 2-2 again i guess hey let's go maybe 3-3 three, three. um <laughs> um but yeah back to giants at arizona um i think on the arizona side Ertz got a shitload of targets so (laughs) i think him like Ertz for ppr is fine but otherwise i have no interest this is such a i'm not gonna watch this game no most likely yeah the 4 p.m games i was like honestly i i might just watch the san fran rams because that's gonna be the only game that's in the red zone um (laughs) i'm um I'm going to be honest, I think that the Giants are going to be really popular defensive pick for any kind of DFS where you need a defense and I I don't like it. I nah, don't, I don't I don't think there's going to be just enough there. No, I think they're going to be way too expensive, way too popular and they're just they're going to underperform to other better cheaper options. Yeah, they probably have like a small bandwidth of like 7 to 12, I would say, but I don't I don't think they get you 20. No, definitely not. Like, there's, I just don't think there will be enough plays in this game for them to get there. Um, so, yeah. But next up, <laughs> we've got the Jets at the Cowboys. Um, I'm taking the Cowboys. I see, you're, I see you're saying send it and taking the Jets here. Send it. We're doing it. <laughs> I, this is, I swear it's not a homer pick. There's just something about it that is making me think their defense is just going to win the game 
and I know Dallas's defense is also really good, and they're going to make Zach look awful. But if I'm taking both teams to win because of their defense, I am edging it to the Jets a little bit. So the the total and spread have changed a lot. The total is down from forty and a half to thirty eight and a half, which is right. And the spread the spread jumped a point and a half in favor of Dallas from uh, minus eight to or was it eight point five or minus? It was eight, eight and a half. Now yeah, it's now it's nine, nine and a half. half. So yeah, I mean, I feel like I would take them to cover that. I know it's the Jets and Zach Wilson, but it's also like Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Um, I think and the Jets a defense. Little misconception about the Jets line as well that people haven't caught on to um that they are actually talented the Jets line is good at run blocking they're not great at pass blocking they do have talent but they are good at run blocking they were making huge fucking holes for Brees like Brees obviously played out of his mind but I think you could have put cheeseburger Lacey back there and he still would have gotten through those holes <laughs> uh, Eddie, like, I think you could guy. put Mike McCarthy back there and he'd still get through those holes <laughs> I want to see that I want to see Micah Parsons chasing down McCarthy uh, sorry that one was just there and no offense to Mike McCarthy just it, it was so it would, be, it would be funny it um, would be really funny yeah. So in this game, actually, I've, I have interest in the running backs on both sides, really enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pollard should get a lot of catches, is what I'm expecting. And then Breeze is just so damn good that I think he's they're going to just get him the ball more, and he's going to get fantasy points. Like, yeah. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, he's I'm really good. There. And they need him here. Like, they need him to, like, sprout the defense, because Micah Parsons is getting better at defending the run, but I think Breeze has enough speed... Even even though his long speed and endurance wasn't there in that one run last week, like last year he asses that, but he, I think he can still you know get around the edge well enough, and they need to get him the ball in space, and they're gonna have to pass to him. So yeah, no, I'm completely with you. Uh, defense and run game, and I'm thinking tight ends, which it looks like you might be as well. Yeah, I, I it's Fergie time for me. Um, <laughs> Fergalicious. Yeah, he, he got a lot of looks last week. He got, like, a few end zone looks, too. Um, but they just didn't have to do much last week. So, I think this game will be closer. Um, that's, you know, bold take, I know. Um, <laughs> and he's good. Cooks uh, sprained his MCL. Didn't practice Thursday. So, I am thinking he might sit, too. So, that could be more targets for him. And he's solid. So, like, and that, that's the spot to go at the Jets, as we talked about last yeah. week, the plan of attack there. So, I'm... Yeah, I like Ferguson this week. Yeah, this will be... I think this will be a good game in a weird way where it's not a good game, but you can't look away. Yeah, it's not going to be exciting, but it'll be good. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be like one of those movies where they just talk a bunch, but it's still good. <laughs> um, well, isn't that basically Oppenheimer? I haven't seen I was gonna, it. I was going to say that, but I yeah. haven't seen it. <laughs> from what i've heard it's, it's oppenheimer wasn't what was that one thing like the king's speech or something wasn't that maybe like that speech. too even yeah the name I, I get is all about yeah. talking. <laughs> i never saw that either don't, i don't see a lot of movies um <laughs> i think it's gonna be like last week where like going into it i was looking at conklin and then i'm like eh, i don't know how much zach wilson's gonna throw to conklin so a little tough for me to get behind that one yeah that one i'm not as confident on but i do really like the ferguson take 
I am with but you there. Cool beans. Fergie time. Um, next up, this might be a really quick one. Washington at Denver. Um, Fuck this game. No no Dulcich. Um, and then Stearns is on IR. Frank Clark did not practice Thursday. I thought you were just um, going to say no and just move on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I want Javante to get like fully back soon because he's really good, but I can tell his burst isn't fully back. Um, Finals going Denver defense here. Finals, I mean, I don't even know about Washington defense because Denver is just kind of so gross. He I would take, wrecked someone, I think. Yeah, he, like, he truck sticks someone. It was great. Yeah. God, he's such a massive bowling ball. I love him. Yeah, I think I'd take any under that you gave me for this game. Yep. It's a 39. I might still take that under. Yep. Um, if it's not, yeah. if it's above twenty, I'm taking the under. <laughs> Maybe not at literally, but <laughs> it's not that far of a stretch. Yeah, it's it's brutal. The uh, obviously you've got Dotson and McLaurin who are really talented. Judy looks like he'll be back. Um, and season long, obviously you can play him, but I'm not really looking that way in DFS this week. I'm just thinking this is kind of a, a game. The only person I will mention. Actually, I'm going to make a stream is Logan Thomas. Hey. Um, he got the ball a lot last week. And one thing we know about Denver and Vance Joseph is there's a tight end weakness. Um, we didn't really get to see that with the Raiders because they didn't really get the tight ends involved. But I think we could see Logan Thomas continue his success here. Yeah, I'm here for it. I also want to throw out Dotson. We love him. Um, just because I'm assuming Sertan will probably be with Terry a lot. I'm not Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah. And like their whole defense is pretty good, but there is a pretty big drop off from their number one uh Sertan to now their number two who I don't even actually recognize. Yeah, they they lost a lot of guys this offseason on their defense. It's not like elite anymore. Yeah, that's weird. They had a they had like was... four good corners at one point. Yeah, I was cracking up watching back through this game because I, I didn't get to watch a ton of the 4 p.m. window because um, I was going over to, to the house. And then uh, I saw that the Broncos and Raiders, it was a 17-16, which again, the hilarious 17 points thing for the Broncos. And then each team had 10 penalties. Yep. Um, the, script writer, <laughs> the script writers are killing it, giving Sean Payton yep. 10 penalties after ripping into Hackett about penalties. Yep, that made me so happy. Like he, he basically torched his own O-line. Because there were still guys on it that were on the team last year that were committing those penalties. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sitting there like, well, I'm a disciplinarian, so they're not going to get those penalties this year. And it's like, all right, bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, gosh, Jackass. yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> but um, next up, we've got the Sunday night game of Miami at New England. Um, I'm not sure on this one. This one's I'm tough. a little torn on how I'm going to do it. I'm I'm really not sure either. This is a really difficult game. Uh. I was looking at some stats. Tyree Kill gets hyper targeted against New England, and makes sense. He hasn't scored a whole lot, but he has, you know, still been Tyree Kill and done well. Yeah, I figured it was a thing where Bill tries to take him away, can't fully, but he doesn't go off. Yep, that's pretty much the uh, <laughs> that's pretty much the consensus. Yeah, that's kind of what led me to Waddle here as a banger. Um, Waddle's really good, and they're going to have a ton of focus on Tyreek. That's kind of the gist. Yep. This is, yeah, there's, I don't know how much I can go in depth for this game. New England changes their defense a lot, and I'm ultimately just going to take Miami because I believe in McDaniel. I think that uh, if there is one coach that 
actually has the brains to go toe to toe with Belichick. It's it's a really high praise. Um, I think that McDaniel can do it. Yeah, he's like he's the type that won't like overly big brain it. I think. Yep. And just be like, okay, I'm gonna do this then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably how he would say it too. Um, yeah. Well, because Belichick does that troll ass shit to get you pissed yeah. off and rattled like a pusher in tennis, you know. <laughs> uh, but I I just don't see that getting to McDaniel. I think that he's too smart and too confident in his own playmaking abilities. I think what they did to the Chargers last weekend was a master class in coaching. Yeah, dude. Ty- Tyreek went nuts, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, the yeah. the two the two of Tyreek connections, beautiful. The That one pass where it was just like, absolutely perfectly pinpoint like no room for error there was no error it was beautiful that touchdown oh my gosh Mm. i I enjoyed seeing that as as a tua (laughs) tua guy for sure Um, critical role yeah (laughs) nat 20 (laughs) nat 20 um uh injury wise looks like arbstead should be back um mostert popped up on wednesday with the knee thing it sounded like it was just rest and treatment and stuff because he's mostert um he was back thursday but because it's mostert since he popped up with the knee I don't think I, I'm think I'm just gonna hold off on him for now. Um, a chain was inactive last week, similar to why uh, wasn't it Lawson was inactive for the Jets? Like, just like just was healthy that week before, and they're like, eh, you know, we're gonna let you get up to speed, give you a little more ramp up time. That's yep. pretty much what it was for a chain. Um, McDaniel said they want to take it easy on him, and after after the two of stuff, I know McDaniel's gonna be extremely cautious on everybody's injuries. So I expect a chain to play and get involved this week, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> And then um, I, wore, I wrote Smythe in as a stream because he played, like, the whole game last week. Yeah. And he can actually block so they keep him on the field. That was a keep... surprise. <laughs> yeah, so he, he's somewhat involved. And then... Because um, I didn't know who New their Eng- tight end was going to be. Yeah, guess it's just him. They just moved him on up. Yep. But it's kind of funny because he was, like, the general joke we had of, like, tight end. That Vulture's your main tight end is just Durham <laughs> Smythe in general. And now he's actually the main tight end. It's like, who's going to Vulture him now? He's going to you know? Vulture himself. <laughs> Um, New England side, I like Ramondre a good amount. Um, we saw Eckler. I mean, obviously he and Eckler are pretty different, but pass catching running back is kind of where I'm going with it. Like, I I think that there will be room to run. Miami is a pass rush heavy defense. They're not like a like thwart your run game defense. No, yeah, they're more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I feel like they're going to try a lot of blitzes here, um, given their personnel. And I feel like they're going to try to hopefully rattle Mac Jones because he's not as mobile as Herbert. So it I'm guessing that'll be the game plan. Wonder if we are going to see a little Hunter Henry again, um, because if you know they're blitzing or rushing guys, you put your your tight end out there, you have him chip, and then he gets open immediately as sort of yeah. the the screen almost. Yeah, that or it might just be more Kendrick Bourne again. Hilariously, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I could, I couldn't really pinpoint what receiver I thought it'd be because like Devontae Parker is trending towards coming back too. So, oh really? Because yeah, it looks like it. Because yeah, he was out last week. Yeah, um, he was limited today, so he yeah, be back. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, notes on the Patriots entries: uh, Trent Brown and uh, City So City Sal. They're both in concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Their entire so, line is hurt. Yeah. So I, I I may I may come back on the Ramondre thing a bit, but I think for PPR will stay regardless. Definitely. But 
need those lineman to get through concussion protocol. Uh, Andrews and Onwenwu and Strange uh, were all limited Thursday. So, looks like I guess they'll play. So, that's at least, you know, some of them. But hopefully the other two can make it through protocol. But keep an eye on that for sure because that'll... If, if those two are both out, then I'll be like, oh, yeah, Miami's just going to blitz a shit ton and get through. Um, so this is going to be a game I pick kind of last minute, I think. <laughs> I would agree with that because, first of all, it's New England. So Belichick's not going to update the fucking injury report until 1259. Uh, so that's going to be really fucking annoying. But Teron Armstead being back makes a really big difference. Because without him last week, they were just like, all right, well, we can't run the ball, so let's just not. So, <laughs> which I love. But him being back, I think you need him to be back to, to win this game because you need Belichick to not be able to hyperfixate on one aspect of your offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that would be really huge. So this is definitely a pending injury discussion. I wouldn't place any bets on it yet. Both teams can win this one. Yeah, this this will be a good game. I'm glad this is in, in Sunday night. Me too. Yeah, but um, moving on to Monday night. For some reason, they gave us two games here. I don't know why. I hate when they do that. Um, and I don't like either of them. Yeah, New Orleans and Carolina. Um, again, this is one where today is kind of the rest day for this game, so like it's kind of tough to glean much for practice reports. Um, we could we only know the injuries that we already had, which for Carolina they lost J.C. Horn. Yep. Um, big ouch there. So I put Olave as a banger. Um, so yeah, right now I'm taking New Orleans to win. We've got a, I think, 40 point total. Um, and then New Orleans is favored by three. Seems about right. Yeah. That's pretty much where I'm at. I, I'm f- probably a three point victory, maybe a little more. Yeah. I, I do like, game. uh, I do like Sanders here though. Um, he didn't really give a ton last week. Um, the game just had no plays. Uh, I think we'll get more plays <laughs> this week. Um, Seeing how Tennessee uh, sat in New Orleans, they had a lot more success just with the running backs in general, like whether it was running with Henry or passing to either Henry, Henry or Spears. Um, that seemed like the weaker part of the New Orleans defense, I think. It also might have just been the Tennessee receiving core and Tanny might might have been part of it too. Yeah. But, um, I mean, they want to have Sanders heavily involved too. So I, I think you can you know, leave him in your lineup. I don't think you need to be scared off of him right now. I like that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Mm, yeah, it's kind of a gross game. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> the divisional game. Not you know, no one really too excited about low total. Yeah, I don't I don't have a ton to add it here in this game right now. Honestly, I, I feel like I should say more, but like I'm like yeah, I like Olave. Sanders is fine. It's about it. I think that kind of encompasses the game. Yeah, I the Saints secondary played really well. Oh yeah, which is that's going to be tough for Young. Um, but you know, he's got a lot of options. Yeah. Um, I think the main thing is Chark, if he'll be back, I can look into that real quick. Cause again, he, again, he, he'd been out. So that was one of the, like another concern we'd had was like, Oh gosh, they've got like no one to go to. Um, he limited Thursday. So we'll, we'll, we'll see on him. Oh, hold on. The Panthers are missing both of their guards. Um, Corbett's out. Did they, he, he's still IR, out. He or? was out. Yeah. He's on IR. Yeah, he'd been Christensen out. got put on IR yesterday. Oh, shoot. I missed that one. That's kind of brutal. Okay, yeah. maybe not Sanders. Maybe not Sanders then. I mean, they can still go around like Moton if he plays. He's questionable too. Christ. 
I think he'll play. He got he got a limited in. Yeah, I think that's just general lineman questionable. Yeah, if, if your lineman is limited on Thursday, like probably in is my, is usually my <laughs> like. I feel like they almost always are in. So I actually still like Sanders because I think Young might have to do dump offs to him if the secondary is really strong for New Orleans. Yeah, so they've got Chandler Zavala at right guard and Cade Mays at left guard. I can't remember why I know Chandler Zavala. He, he's a rookie this year. It. Is that it? Yeah, they oh, picked okay, him yeah, we probably scouted him yeah. a little bit. That was okay. my guess of why you knew him. Um, so not ideal, but yeah, we're taking the Saints here. Um, yeah. Last one, Pittsburgh hosting Cleveland. This is a really tough one. Um, I don't know who the, to pick currently. They just total's lost down to thirty. Yeah, yeah, the total's down to 39. It was at 40 and a half. Uh, Cleveland's favored by two and a half on the road here. Um, I always get a little skeptical when that happens yeah, in divisional games. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I think maybe there's a lot, there's too much hate on Pittsburgh right now. The problem is they did lose Deontay and uh, Hayward, though. Yes. Not ideal. Um, and then Cleveland, Conklin got put on AR. He's out for the year. That's a big blow. And then uh, Thornhill did not practice Thursday. The so. the potential of TJ Watt getting to line up on Dewan Jones is pretty big because Dewan Jones is not um what's the word I'm looking for limber <laughs> not suited to handle uh, Watt <laughs> he's not a limber fella uh <laughs> Watt might just footwork this guy completely out onto his ass so i might be taking pittsburgh here i know that cleveland has sort of had the Bengals number but i kind of feel like pittsburgh has had cleveland's number and that was probably pittsburgh's worst game of the year as yeah, in, like, I, I, by yeah. the end of the season it's clearly their worst game of the year currently but uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know what you mean though <laughs> by the end of the season i think you'll be able to look at that and be like yeah that was the low point I'm going to mm-hmm. take Pittsburgh. I'm not really confident in either of them. I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, I um, I do want to say, I put Chubb here as a banger. Not so much because I think it's like a juicy matchup, but because it's going to be a game script where they can feed him. Oh, yeah. Every time Pittsburgh and Cleveland play, it is your quintessential. Like, that is the definition of slobber knocker. It's always super low scoring defense uh, field goals. So you could probably go with uh boswell and what's the other i don't even know who the browns kicker is anymore it's now dustin hopkins former charger but yeah kind of a gross game um i mean it's season long i think you that's child and pickens maybe cooper like like <laughs> i do i do want to mention it was funny seeing Allen robinson uh be like viable and people add him on off of waivers it kind of just made me chuckle a little bit doesn't that just warm your heart a little bit, though? Yeah. Oh, I do want to add, though, um, it, it does warm my heart, by the way. It made me very happy to see Allen Robinson leading them and receiving. Not happy because, like, I was like, oh, they suck, but it was just happy just for me and Allen Robinson. Yeah. Um, we go way back, you know. Oh, um, yeah. Best bro. <laughs> Calvin Austin, though, for the Steelers, um, he is their, like, fourth guy, pretty much. Um, I don't know if they'll move A-Rob outside or what, but he, Calvin Austin, he was a rookie last year but hurt all year. He's super speedy, and they want to get him the ball more. So I think he's someone to 
just like monitor his role and see what they do with uh, with Deontay out now. I yeah, I've had my eye on that guy. He's like a shorter, speedy dude. Yeah. If Which your brain really associates nice... Tavon Austin, then it's somewhat correct. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> he's a really nice um, juxtaposition with Pickens. Yeah, they're pretty much opposites. Who's <laughs> <laughs> your lanky, like, tall boy? Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is going to be a gross game. I'm fine with either defense here because Watson still didn't look good. Yeah, Watson kind of looked like ass, but he, you know, his rushing ability gave him a nice fantasy yeah he started doing a little better in the second half but he he missed so many throws still like early on so his one interception oh my god was so bad yeah it, he, he was brutal there were a lot of like low throws and misses i, I don't remember i don't remember if i saw the interception or not there was one he threw at like amari cooper's ankles and <laughs> cooper's <just> standing <laughs> there like bruh yeah i saw that one <laughs> <laughs> like yo what am i supposed to do here like <laughs> <laughs> Is brutal. Was that to me? <laughs> oh man, but yeah, gross, gross Monday night games. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll get some packing done on Monday. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, thank you all for tuning in. That will uh, wrap up our week two preview. You can find us online at mozzieandthemuscle.com and you can find us on Twitter at Mozzie and Muscle. Um, please, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. Share the podcast. If you like our articles, share those. Uh, Mozzie. Is is your article up yet, or is it about to be up? It's gonna be up tonight. Okay, cool. Yeah, your 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 breakdown. Of that. I think that'll be insightful uh, for people to read before week two, just to get a you know idea of what we're actually looking at with these teams. But <laughs> thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back soon.